and welcome to Matt and Brett Love Comics. This is one of your hosts, Brett. I am in Queens. Matt is in Brooklyn. We just got back from Heroes Con in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, about exactly 12 hours ago. So that is where we were all weekend. That is what you're going to hear in this episode. We got some great interviews with a lot of great people that we met at the fantastic convention uh, that if you've never been to, you should really consider going to next year because if you love comics... There really is no better place to go. Uh, Heroes Con is all comics all the time. The biggest creators in the industry talking about the comics that they love. Uh, Matt and I both moderated um, the Image Writers and Image Artists panel, uh, which were great. We went to the Carol Core panel, which was awesome. Uh, I thoroughly recommend everyone making it a, make it a plan, make it a point to go to the show next year. Uh, so I'm going to jump right on into the interviews now, because that's what you're really here to hear. H-E-R-E to H-E-A-R. <laughs> um, and not my possibly hoarse morning after voice of flying back and being very tired. Without further ado, here are some interviews. Yay. Hello, we're here with Mitch Garrett's here at Heroes Con uh, 2014. Howdy. Hey, yeah. Uh, so how's your show? How's your show, show going so far? I amazing. am tired, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's amazing. This is, I, I go to a number of shows a year, and this one is definitely at the top of that list. Yeah, I mean, is this your first Heroes Con? Or? This is my third Heroes Con. Oh, yeah, yep. I think we oh, talked about that already. Yep. Uh, what about, you know, you go to a lot of them. What about this one sets it apart from the others that you go to? It's like, I, I have nothing against uh, big media shows, but just one of the things that sets Heroes Con apart is it's all comics. Yeah. yeah. And I have nothing against the other ones, but it's really cool and fun as a comics professional to be at a show that's all about what you do and meeting the fans who are fans of what you do. And, yeah. yeah. It also kind of feels like a secret club in a way. Like, the hugest name, names in comics come here, like the hottest names, but like still, it's like it's in Charlotte. Like, yeah. no one... How did this happen? Well, the fans here are amazing, but also it's... Uh, so many of my friends come to this yeah. show, so it's a great time to catch up and meet and talk shop and talk stuff outside of shop and... I, was, I think I was seeing on your Twitter feed, were you like trying to wrap up pages before coming to this? Is that been, all the time? I've been wrapping up pages in my hotel room every night. Oh, uh, but it's not too bad because yeah, I brought, yeah. I took the the grand scheme of the issue I'm working on and pulled out all the easiest pages and brought them here to work on. Uh, so. What do you qualify as an easy page? Well, like, I, sometimes... For you, I guess. Sometimes just because of the way I work, it's kind of like half digital and half analog, yeah. so I bring the ones that... I know I'm going to have very little analog side on it, so then I can just go home and quickly wrap it up digitally. And So what, what is that, uh, what was that like for you to start to transition into that sort of hybrid uh, style between analog and digital? For me, when I, I, I kind of, I don't want to go full digital, and I, it's too time-consuming to not do part digital. So basically for me, it boiled down to finding this perfect medium of what I liked in my art but still able to produce it as quickly as the schedule demands yeah so it, it was more a matter of deadline reasoning I mean yeah. if, if if I had no deadlines I would do everything naturally sure just because of, and the pages would never be done yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. You'd be, it'd be one Punisher issue 
a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, so it, you had said like it, it was sort of a scheduling thing. Do you find the more that you work with digital, the more that what you like about your art starts to like come through into that medium, like into yeah. working that way? No, absolutely. And and this sometimes pops up in reviews and my and stuff in my work, but I I swear I learn. I learn new tricks and new things I like, both analog and digital, every issue I do. And I think I, I, a lot of people say, like, each issue not looks different, but maybe there's some improvement, or maybe it's just, like, you did something a little different. And I think that's okay. Like, some people are so worried about sticking to their style all the time, and I don't. I think it's, it's detrimental for an artist to be aware of their style. I think you just need to draw as awesomely as you can, and what what comes out is your style. Yeah, like you shouldn't stick to that. If it changes, great. That's awesome. You're also coloring Punisher as well, right? I am. Yeah. So does that? I mean, how does how much time does that add on to the project? The thing for me is, so there's there's a couple of things. So I do pencils, inks, and colors. And basically, how I found is, is if any part of that got taken away from me, I would be twice as slow. Ah. Because I can. I'm pretty fast now because I can pencil a book knowing how I'm going to ink it, and then I can ink a book yeah. knowing how I'm going to color it. Yeah. So if I take any step out of that, I've really got to refine one of those other steps, which will take longer. But you're talking to someone else with your art, basically. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, I hope they get this. I hope they don't mess it up. <laughs> exactly. And, like, you know, sometimes I, I, I blow out lines with effects and stuff, and... I used to be a colorist, and I would feel bad if I did that to someone yeah. else's art. But doing it to mine, it's my choice. You're not going to get into an argument with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Or you'll I mean, win. You could. Yeah, 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 then you'll win. I, so. On Twitter, I usually do. I'm like, Anchor Mitch hates colorists. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, it was really great talking to you. Yeah, it's great Everybody talking to you. follow you on Twitter at at Mitch Garrett's, uh, M I T C H G E R A D S. Yeah, and everyone should check out Punisher and the activity. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks so much, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. So I am here at HeroesCom with Jake Wyatt. Hi, this is Jake Wyatt. Uh, you're about to do a two-issue arc on Miss Marvel. That is correct. I have drawn the first issue and gotten the colors back. They're beautiful. And I am in the middle of drawing issue two, which who is actually issue seven. Who is uh, doing the colors on those? Uh, Ian Harrington. Oh, and he, he also did Adrian as well? Yeah. The first one. Okay, yeah. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to have the same type of uh, feel, color-wise. Yep. yep. A, lot of, a lot of pastels, a lot of earth tones, and really, really beautiful, subtle gradients. Is this your Marvel debut? Uh, no, I did a book for Marvel, uh, uh, an issue of Indestructible Hulk, a year ago. Oh, wait. You did, you, you did the special, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, I just uh, remember that. Thank you. And then because I have commitment issues and I'm lazy, I just sort of uh, didn't take any more work and went back to animation. But then animation got hard, so I ran back to comics. <laughs> Which parent likes me more right now? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, yes, yeah, so like... Um what is your like mindset going into a book like Miss Marvel, which has had a big debut <laughs> uh, with a new character that people are already like cosplaying, have a big attachment to? Was it kind of intimidating taking on that assignment? Uh, yeah, tremendously. Um, I approached it with a lot of respect and a lot of like deference towards editorial. Sana's really uh, protective is not the right word. Uh, she's careful with the book, right? Yeah. Like that's her that's her garden, and she's cultivating it. And um, I tried to show enough respect and deference to that and she's really got her hands in the dough in a good way um so yeah it was easy like she she was really good at guiding me yeah are there any Marvel characters that you would like to handle yourself like ongoing style 
I want to do- draw a Doctor Strange book like John Carter of Mars style where he wakes up naked in another dimension and has to sorcerer his way back home. I want to draw that hard where, and where he like like wears nothing but fur and jewelry and like sleeps with everything. Oh my god, yeah. So I mean, there is a movie coming out so there's going to be a need for it at some point. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to ask you about is this is your first Heroes Con, uh, right? This, this is my or first, yeah. Convention ever also? Or? This is my first time tabling um, at a convention. Like I've, I've hung out at tables with friends doing anthologies or whatever but this is my first time tabling by myself. Wow. So how's the, how's the experience been? Uh, it's been really fun. I've drawn a lot more than I expected to. Like, I've been drawing commission work constantly, which is fun, and actually made me think I'm going to do my next book traditionally. Oh, wow. Um, because I, I usually, like, pansy out. But, like, I've been drawing traditionally for two and a half days now nonstop, and it's not bad. Like, I'm not bad at it. I'm just a wuss at home. I just, like, lean on that computer because it's there. So I think yeah. I'm going to do my next book. Pencil and ink. Nice. Heroes Con, changing the course of career. Yeah, man. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, so thanks so much for talking to us today. Um, where can everyone find you on the internets? Uh, at jakewyattriot.tumblr.com. And uh, my Instagram and Twitter, Twitter, Twitter handle Twitter handle is also Jake Wyatt Riot. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. We're here at Heroes Con with Joe Quinones. Uh, third year in a row, I think, of me talking to you at this show, I think. Oh, Probably. Yeah. I don't know if they did interviews the first year I was here, but... Last year, you guys were on our Young Avengers episode. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. In- indirectly, or maybe directly, led to us working on Young Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I take that's directly. I'll take yeah, directly. directly. I need I need all the confidence boost <laughs> I can get. Uh, yeah, so like a lot has happened for you, both you and Maris, in the past year. Um, you did both FF and Young Avengers in that stretch of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> That's a dumb question. How was that thing? <laughs> was it good? I don't know. You liked it? Uh, no, it was awesome. I, um, you know, I, I met Mike already a, a while ago. I met him like right after um, Wednesday Comics in, yeah. in 2009, and um, it was pretty funny because we were both working on it and didn't know the other was working on it, and we just happened to be at a convention together. And he was walking by, and he stopped to look at some of Maris's, at the time, so he was selling uh, stuffed animals. And, um, you know, he was looking at his wife and his, and his daughter, like Laura already was looking. And then he kind of peeked over and was like, huh, wait, what is that? <laughs> and it's like, that looks just like something I'm doing. And, 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 uh, and then we kind of figured it out, and we became friends after that. But... He's been wanting to have me work with him for a while. Oh, wow. Um, That's got to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's super weird. He's like, for some reason, he likes my work a lot. And well, I'm you've like, been I, why? Inking, you've been inking him, haven't you, some? I did. Like, uh, collaborations? For the, for the finale of FF and, yeah. and Fantastic Four, I, I inked him. And then actually just recently, I don't think they've solicited it yet, but uh, for CBLDF, their annual, um, I got to ink him. I, he, like, sent me pencils that I got to ink over and, and that Maris actually colored. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, nice I've got to talk to Maris next flipping. about her, 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 her blowing up career. Yeah, dude. Nice uh, but, I mean, what is the... You also just had um, the Black Canary Zatanna book come out. And that was something that's been in the works for a while, right? Yeah. When it's, did you do... Did you do that before the FF run and before... Um, that's It's a weird thing about that book. It was sort of both. It was before and after. So um, I was approached to do it in, like, 2009, I think. Um, and then I got a script 2010 sometime. And then... That was, there was a that was a book that didn't have a schedule, so like yeah. I worked on it in between projects. They would send it over to DC, and then they'd be busy, 
and they or they would tell me to, to like hold off until they could review it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, somewhere in there, the New 52 stuff happened, and I think yeah, that's like all things. the New 52 happened during it. Yeah. Pretty big deal. Pretty big thing. <laughs> big change. <laughs> so, yeah, so there was just, like, stretches where I wasn't working for a couple months, and then they weren't reviewing or giving me a go-ahead for, like, another three months or so, and then um, it just kind of made it spread out. But, uh, so, I sort of finished penciling it in 2012. There was another, like, six months of waiting until I got an approval to ink, and then that was happening sort of concurrently with FF. Yeah. And then it went to colors for Dave McKay in the fall, I think. Yeah. And then it's come out, and it is gorgeous. Right? Thank you. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's like next? What's, uh, what's coming up next? Right now, uh, I'm working on my second issue of a two-issue arc with John Arcudi on uh, Savage Wolverine. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's like a period World War One story. Um, so That's I can do, nice. like... Some people like are like, oh, I gotta do research, but I, I like doing that. It's, <laughs> yeah. fun. it's fun for me. Uh, Notes editors, Joe loves doing homework. <laughs> Wait, not too much. Not uh, too much. All the homework. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that was great. I like, I had fun like designing a World War One or like an early 1920s haircut for Logan. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, that's good. You know, where he still has the flippy up in the back, yeah. but it's like kind of shaded in the sides. And, oh, I love that. Uh, so that was fun. And, uh, yeah, so I'm finishing that up. I've got some things at DC uh, that are coming together. I, I don't think I can say what they are yet, but um, yeah. they're sort of fun. And uh, and I won't say more, but I'm working on a pitch for a series. That's exciting. So you heard it here. Something could be happening in the future. <laughs> <laughs> some things nebulously are coming. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah. We're at Heroes Con, North Carolina, with colorist Jordan Boyd. Hi. Hi. Uh, people have seen your work right now on Star Wars Legacy. You just took that over from Rochelle Rosenberg uh, and doing a great job. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you're coloring over Gabriel Hardman's artwork. Um, how has is, how is your collaboration been so far? How do you think well, it's gone? He makes everything really easy because his, uh, his understanding of light and shadow is, is already so cinematic. All yeah. I have to do is, like, I don't have to decide where light's coming from. I just have to decide, hey, what color is that light that's hitting that I guess that's, a, that's the thing that some artists <laughs> don't determine beforehand, I would imagine. Yeah, it makes, it makes working with him super easy, and, and he's been super awesome uh, with me. I, I uh, was a little intimidated to work with him, but uh, he's proven to be just about the nicest person ever. So, also on a Star Wars book, which is like a little little known thing called Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I I did a dance around the house. Luckily, no one was there when I got the email. Is this your first Star Wars work? Oh, this yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, aside from like your own personal things, I'm sure you've drawn at some point in the past, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And well, and I got paid yesterday to draw Boba Fett for somebody. So God. that was quite possibly the greatest thing ever. It's amazing. Now for we talked to Rochelle about like are there any type of specific things from the original trilogy that you pulled out to try and influence your coloring? Did you look back at any of the movies uh, making decisions about this? Gabe stuff? did say mainly look at New Hope and Empire. Uh, yeah. and so like I went through and carefully screen capped the entire two movies and kind of really paid attention to what what was going on in the cinematography and art direction and I was like eh, I, I Saved some, made some palettes based off of that. Yeah, I was wondering like how that works as a colorist. Like you watch a movie, do you actually like do like the uh, was it the eyedropper tool? Like actually like. Well, what I do. Like, uh, Photoshop. I, top. I use well, like I use like a VLC movie player on my yeah. PC, and like I have a hotkey for just saving a screenshot. So I basically watch the whole movie and just tap you know the keyboard for every few seconds. Are there any or uh, were there any scenes that you tapped more than others? Like were you like Hoth color schemes, like carbon freezing chamber. A lot of Millennium Falcon. Like, uh-huh. like interior stuff. Yeah. 
uh, which changes a lot between New Hope and Empire. I could bore you to no, death. No, this is this, this is my. Uh, Powering and Star Wars, two things I like talking I, about. <laughs> like anytime, anytime the characters are on their freighter that they're flying around in, yeah. uh, I've looked at uh, the scene where they're flying through the asteroid field in, so in Empire most. Yeah, because your arc specifically has taken place a lot more on like a planet where it rains acid. Yeah, there's like... not really a good precedent for that stuff in, in the movies, yeah. so it's just like pick an overall cast <laughs> and keep it really... Super desaturated. He, he doesn't like a lot of a lot of color. Not a lot of purples and hot pinks. Nope. <laughs> no, but there is a little bit of purple on the spaceship interiors because that's totally what everything was lit with on yeah. an Empire on the Falcon. So I love that. Um, and you're also doing sketches here. Uh, do you have any? I mean, have you ever drawn? Have you drawn professionally? Work for hire? I mean, uh, oh no, never. I don't work for higher basis. Are you angling I mean, for that? I mean, your stuff is great. Uh, I'm thinking I might, I've always wanted to do like a, a kid's graphic novel of some kind. I mean, nothing I work on, my kids can't look at anything I work on pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, like, I, I want to do something that they can read, and and I think that's kind of what my stuff lends itself to anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I grew up wanting to be a penciler, which uh, I knew about halfway through high school probably wasn't going to work out. Probably should have kept with it, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always took way more time coloring my own stuff than I did drawing it, so that was kind of... Well, I mean, the, the career's gone in the correct path. Yeah, way. anybody that's known me since uh, since childhood is like, well, yeah, of course that's what you do for a living. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Great. Well, where, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm at, at Jordan T. Boyd on Twitter, and then uh, boydcolors.tumblr.com. Oh, great. I need to get a real website, but yeah. I just haven't had time. I don't know. It's 2014. Tumblr's fine. I know, Tumblr's but I'm, <laughs> I used to make money as a web designer. It's kind of sad that I don't have a website. <laughs> so. It'll happen. Look for it. 2015. Maybe. 20, like 2014. Let's get a release date right now and stick to it. Uh, it was great talking to you. <laughs> hello, hello. We are here with uh, the one, the only, Mr. Dean Tripp. Hey, guys. Uh, how's the con been for you so far? Uh, it's great. Uh, Heroes Con's uh, up there. My favorite show of the year, probably. Yeah, yeah. This one in Emerald City. It's like the West Coast and East Coast awesome shows. Yeah. And you get, uh, this is like minimal travel time for you, too. Yeah, it's right? a three-hour drive. Uh, Compared to Emerald City, yeah, it's a flight. Oh boy, flying is the worst. Wait, you're at a superhero convention and you just out loud said flying is the worst. Yeah, so I guess you're on invisibility side. Yeah, yeah. I'm on invisible invisible jet. I'm on That's I'm fair. on multiple man side. That's the yeah, superpower. Yeah. yeah, is that uh, what? For, what yeah, about it? Since middle school, everyone's got the flight invisibility, but multiple man is the one where you could get shit done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most productive superpower you could have. Also, my girlfriend lives two and a half hours away now, so I think about it all the time. Oh yeah. Yep. I have stuff to do, and I need to be with the person I like. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. Go. Yeah. How was uh, so? How has this show been different from past ones? Let's go there. Um, yeah, that's actually a good. It's the first one since Something Terrible came out. My book about my life growing up yeah, with Batman, yeah. and so uh, meeting a lot of fans who that connected to, and uh, I've got more prints and posters. I think I had the poster, the yeah, You'll yeah, Be Safe you Here poster, poster last year, yeah. but then this year I've got uh, you know people who know what it's about. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's been cool. Yeah. So this this has been like kind of a I don't want to say breakthrough career year for you, but it uh, it's been an, like 
has to have been like sort of a whirlwind ride since uh, since it's come out. What's uh, what's it been like for you uh, to experience all of this uh, like attention and success and stuff? It's been pretty wild because uh, I did the story knowing that you know I had a few thousand followers on Tumblr and that uh, out of you know knowing that uh, victims of childhood sexual abuse uh, is like a, a statistic like one in five, one in six, yeah, uh, and then one in three for women. Uh, it's so much worse. But uh, knowing that I had enough followers that some of the people would relate to it and that's why I was doing it that was the yeah. whole point of it uh, I didn't I was like in this warrior mode where it's like I don't care what anyone thinks I'm not listening to any editors I'm gonna do this my way and everyone can get out of my way <laughs> I don't care what happens as a result of this I'm doing the story that would have helped me yeah. and uh, uh, I didn't expect it to go so wide because I honestly uh, thought that um, people could think it was silly which sounds dumb now in retrospect knowing how well it did but honestly it's like no this is like one of the most horrible things that happened to anybody happened to me and uh, what helped me a lot was this dude who dresses up as a bat uh, yeah. so you should probably watch a Batman movie you know uh, <laughs> but it did but it's whatever it takes for you to like yeah. you know you found what was so inspiring about the story too is it's it's just I mean the sexual abuse part is horrible but it's also a story about finding strength and finding who you are and what empowers you yeah. as, as a person and how you can use that to push past something terrible. Yeah. Well, it's it's every good superhero story as you already choose to be. Yeah. So it, 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 uh, it, I needed an example of that in Batman and that it literally defined so much of my life. So it's uh, having done the book now I'm kind of past Batman you know really over it well no I love Batman I still love Batman I'm saying I'm past him like I'm better than him oh Uh, Oh, yeah yeah totally I'm like the new Batman I'm better than Batman (laughs) I'm like Batman too you know a lot of people have been saying that this weekend yeah it's what most people say about me Uh, you gotta go also because you're dressed as Batman well I am wearing this Batman with a big two on it so yeah uh, that's that's an interesting choice the two over the logo people call you two bats what's really cool about the costume is uh, that it's it reveals so much skin yeah yeah that is a lot of skin that's they did ask me about that at the door but I told them look this is, where, this is how I roll yeah. it's interesting that you <laughs> cut the nipple areas out of mm-hmm. what is clearly mm-hmm. what clearly came with covering over it you can tell that I just did this with scissors <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. so I just assumed that was a choice that someone far cooler than me would know how to do and I, I just I, didn't I get it I knocked out one of the security guards and I just walked in like this so yeah, I guess everybody's going to have to deal with it yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, so I mean, what, what is your next big project? How do you are you gonna try and top this? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> are you gonna try, was, are you gonna try and top it? <laughs> I think am uh, I daring you? I'm daring you. I'm gonna uh, cut off my arm and then do a comic about how I got a cybernetic arm and now I really like cable. Uh, uh, perfect. That's my next book. I'm bored. It's called something cybernetic. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, something Ascani. No, my next uh, thing I think is gonna be a book that me and my son have been writing since he was three. Oh, it's, uh, what? We've been making up superheroes for a team. Uh, it's called the balance and uh, the villains a time traveler and the uh, the good guys are way more powerful than any superhero team ever oh wow the lead superhero is made of the sun and he can do anything so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then like there's someone you know with gravity powers and a teleporter there's just like a lot of stuff but it, it levels up from things you've seen before yeah, yeah. it's like uh, at, between three and six my son's been coming up with stuff and then I'll work with him on it and then it's like you take like a nugget of a crazy idea no one who's a grown up has any imagination left to think of yeah. and then you shape it into making sense and then 
he has to approve all my ideas. Oh, He's your editor. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's it's been really collaborative, honestly. Like Super Beast, right? The lead guy. Yeah, He's yeah. from the sun and he has all the animal powers. Yeah. That's what Emmett says. I love it. So then you have to think, okay, well, what if the sun created an avatar of itself to save some scientists and it becomes a humanoid because they're humanoid, then it gets them back to Earth and it sees all this animal life and it's like, wow, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. And so he's like fascinated by it and all life is made of star matter that exploded out of thousands of yeah, years ago. So true, he yeah. can just combine his atoms to make any DNA he wants. Yeah. So he has all the animal powers. Yeah, I love ah. that. And then his symbol's like an S but it's also an 8 because he's super beast for S. Right. But then he's an 8 because it takes light 8 minutes to get from the sun to the Earth. <laughs> Oh my god. Right? That's, that's great. So Did he approve like, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. And then like he's like, he needs to be these colors. And so I'll draw it. And he's like, no, reverse them. And then I'm like, okay. And, you, know. <laughs> you, you know, uh, just following you through social media and stuff, uh, you and your son, you guys seem to have like so much fun together. We really do. And, and a lot of it, you know, like when you're a parent, you get really judgmental about other parents. Like anytime I'm going to the grocery store and you see someone walking with their little child and they're not holding hands in the parking lot, yeah. I want to run them and their children over so they learn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I get really judgmental about other parents. But honestly, I I can't because I had it too easy. My dude is just so chill and yeah. cool. He's fun to talk to, and he always has been. He's always been funny. He's smart and he's kind. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't. You think some of that's got to be you nurturing them? But honestly, he's just he was born kind, and he's he's a fun dude. We like Legos and superheroes and video games and. Drawing. All the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, uh, we had spoken briefly about this, like, the Lego movie was, like, pretty much... Uh, yeah. The, the lead character is tr- my son's name. Batman helps him the whole time, and it's our favorite toy ever. It could not yeah. have been more perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... A personal love letter. To, yeah. It's the universe <laughs> made us a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Awesome. Well, where can people find... Well, everyone knows where to find you on the internet. Just DeanTrip.com. Everything. Yep. Everywhere. Yep. Great. Go yeah. there and keep be on the lookout. Yeah, uh, thanks so much for uh, taking some time to hang out with us, uh, especially in costume. Yep. Uh, you know. You know what? I'm going to take this off now, and uh, maybe I didn't out. bring it. Oh, he already took it off. He I, already took it off. I, I, oh, it's, I was getting so sweaty. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could tell you are like dripping all over your own table. All right, group hug. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, oh. Audio drama. We're here at Heroes Con with Mr. Kevin Wada. Hello. Yeah. Um, how is, I mean, the show's going great for you. I'm just going to tell you that, right? Um, yeah, good news. Yeah, good news. I think it's going well. <laughs> I think so, too. It's been so much fun. It's been nothing but positivity, and I feel great even though I'm exhausted as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Have, you, uh, have you had an opportunity to kind of meet a lot of like people who've just recently discovered your work or like new fans stuff like that uh, it's kind of been 50-50 and yeah. it's really exciting to meet both kinds the people who are like I remember you from Blogspot when you yeah. had this and that and then there are people who are like I bought She-Hulk because of your cover and it's so great to meet you and I'm like it's great to meet you too that's that's the thing that you don't really you don't really think about when you get cover assignments or I never really thought of is like you are really like it's on the shelf they're seeing your work <laughs> and in some ways if they don't know who Charles Soule or Javier Polito is like they're basing whether or not they're going to buy it on you yeah you know no pressure no pressure no I'm just trying to bring all this pressure on you right now <laughs> so I mean like getting that assignment I'm sure was a big deal enjoyable thing uh yeah I mean because I did that X-Men variant and it was awesome because it was X-Men yeah but it was also an exclusive to one retailer and so not everybody was able to get their hands on it which is kind of cool too but um 
when they were like, oh, we want you for She-Hulk, I was like, um, what? Okay, yeah, let's do this. It's also, she's also a character, I love She-Hulk, I love her so much. She's also really a character that plays with your dynamic, kind of. Yeah. I feel like as a character, because she, she can be so many things. She's a party girl, she's a smart woman, she's a powerful, sexy hero. She has so many different facets, just like your artwork, and I feel like, I mean, do you find that she inspires you in numerous ways every month? Hmm. I mean, your covers are so drastically different, but all very She-Hulk. Uh-huh. I feel like, I don't know, you're Muse, Muse, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I won't lie. I didn't know a lot about her before I started the book. And then, of course, I did my research, and I've been reading it. And it has this kind of um, light, uh, playful tone that I, that I think I... Um, have in general, but um, it, I, I like to let that shine in my work as well. So yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a good um, back and forth um, with the writers with Polito. Like I've let him inform the covers a little yeah. too. So um, it's fun. I haven't met either of them, but it's highly collaborative. All the time. <laughs> you know what? What I like too about your work is you have a really great design or a really great eye for uh, like fashion design uh-huh. as well. Um, and you're you're a well dressed man. Like it, I feel like that's something that's missing so often in especially sequential art, where it's just like draw them. Basically, uh, draw a design. Naked people yeah. with colored skin. Yes, yeah. that thing you said. <laughs> um, are you? Uh, is is that something that you're intensely into, or is that uh, another like sort of passion of yours, or do you just feel like that's something that you have to do because you're, you know, drawing the human form? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't catch all the questions. Sure, no, I babble. I sometimes I forget what I'm asking. Or how does like how does your love of fashion influence your work in comics? I guess. Yeah. Um. I think it makes me. You mentioned the form, the human form, and I think it makes me very conscious of that and very like. Especially in the representation of women in comics. I'm like, okay, well, let's not get ridiculous. I mean, let's have style, A, in the clothing, and B, in the form. Like, stylize the form all you want. But I think it's important to, A, have a... I mean, again, have a reason, and um, to not get crazy with it. Like, readers are getting more sophisticated, and I think comics need to catch up with that. And Marvel is trying to do that, which is awesome. I mean, they have you doing Cuff Chris, which I feel like it was like, yeah, Marvel's, Marvel is not holding back. They're getting... <laughs> yeah, who the hell knew I was going to end up here? I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. But it's been fun. And they're great. They treat me well, so... Yeah. Well, it was really great talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. We really hope that you make going to conventions a regular thing. We'll see. I'm going to have to stay relevant first, right? I think you're not going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think going to be okay. Considering I've seen so many people walking around with your commissions today, oh, all Weekend. Yeah, so many people. Everyone. Yeah. So I think I, think I can t- well. I can tell you we've been talking to people and they've been talking about your work this weekend yeah. in a good way. Ah, uh, here he comes again. Chris Anka sneaking onto the show. Yeah, that was Chris. He's the worst, but the best. He's your he's your next door neighbor. He is. He's my. I know. I would not know. That's the truth. Um, he's my. What's the um, on Tool Time? What was the neighbor's oh, name? Uh, Wilson. Oh, Wil- was that it? Yeah, Wilson. Wilson. He's the Wilson. Yeah, oh man, we gotta get you a fence. <laughs> we gotta get a fence up here over. He's got the mustache. That's, yeah. that's his little fence. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Um,
Hey, we're here hanging out with colorist extraordinaire, Mr. Matt Wilson. How you doing today? Good, guys. How are you? Great. Uh, you are right now coloring a piece. Uh, it's a Ryan Stegman sketch of Venom, and this thing is incredible. Your colors. Right. Let's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's be clear whose part be, is incredible. Yeah, yeah. L- listen, Stegman's ego's big enough. Yeah. We don't, we don't need to feed <laughs> Can that. Can make beast. sure he hears this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, definitely. Good. Good. Uh, so, I mean, has your weekend been filled with coloring commissions? Yeah. Yes, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've done, uh, like, a, I did a little tiny Chris Somney Batman oh, sketch. Wow. That was awesome. I did a uh, Cliff Chang Batwoman and a Cliff Chang, no, sorry, Batgirl. Yeah, there is let's, a, yeah, let's a get there's a yeah. difference. I should know this. And uh, and a big Barda and then like a bajillion Ryan Stegman sketches. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but he does these five minute sketches and then shoots them off into the ether. Yep, and, and then, then he's like, Oh Matt probably colors them in five minutes too and I spend <laughs> My whole night. I haven't slept all weekend, Ryan. I get a lot of art commissions, but I've never gotten a color commission. I always wonder, like, what are, the, are there any rules for that? Like, what, how does that work? Uh, oh, hey, man. Sorry, just a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we, uh, let's see. Uh, I will, like, a lot of times I'll try to test it if there's a lot of black ink because sometimes a marker will smear it. Yeah. But that's it. Like, I just don't want to ruin your sketch. That's my only rule. Yeah, so you get a lot of, like, actual, like, the, the original, like, mm-hmm. pencil and ink and not just, like, a printout of a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So, you know, it just, uh, it'll depend. Sometimes I'll look at something and go, that will take me way too long. Like, I can't realistically do it this weekend yeah. and let them know. Or uh, we had one earlier uh, that Nick Filardi, also a great color, sitting next to me, got one of, like, Star-Lord. That was amazing. I didn't see it close enough to see who drew it. And Nick's like, you don't want marker on this. Like, leave it as is. It's beautiful. So, yeah. you know, sometimes that'll happen. Um, so, yeah. Is there is there any type of, like, etiquette with certain... Are there certain artists that would rather you don't color? I, I've always been curious about that, since it's sort of like a free collaborative... Right. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Because... Uh, you know, a customer bought it for a fan or whatever, bought it from them, and then they bring yeah. it to me and they like, hey, can I pay you to color this? I, I guess I've never stopped to go, well, let me go ask the artist. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Maybe oh, sure. I'm pissing people off left and right. <laughs> uh, making enemies in the industry yeah. every day. But they're not going to let me know until I've done like a good three years of it, and then I've got a lot of enemies. That's yeah. how I see this going. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just like a team-up yeah. shows up at your door one day. I built, I'm building a rogues gallery for myself. Oh, nice. It's yeah. living the dream. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you about the Wicked and Divine cosplayers we've already seen Amazing, right? this weekend. Like, now, you, just, uh, you colored that book, and it just came out on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. There have already been two and it's sets. gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, Let's say that. Thank you. Thank you. How is that? Uh, how does that feel seeing those creations walking around so quickly? Awesome. I saw a third third one. That, like so, there was the, the the group of three girls, and then the single girl by herself. Yeah. And then today I saw yet a four, another girl as um, the Morrigan, which was is going to be issue number three's cover. Yeah. Issue yeah issue number three's cover. The, so yeah, so she I just got her picture today. So yeah, amazing. I could not believe it. You know. Well, back up. First, I thought, oh, have we overhyped this? Is this going to, like, blow up in our faces? <laughs> and then it had a great reception, which is awesome. And then a ton of people have come up, you know, wanting to talk about the book and get the cover signed. And uh, I had a bunch of copies and sold them all. And I mean, so it's been great. And I, I, you know, I'm not surprised by that, like, you know, people coming to talk about the book. But then 
to see people cosplaying like three days after the first issue came out is great. So uh, unbelievable. I, saw, I tweeted it to Jamie and Kieran and yeah. Image and everybody, and you know, it's like been retweeted a million times. So I, it's really cool. <laughs> well, you're getting all that really important Twitter juice. That yeah, Twitter beat. <laughs> that's tea juice. Really, yeah. Tea juice. Yeah. Or TJ. Yeah. TJ. <laughs> Got the TJ. Quick question for you about your process too, because I'm watching you color this while we're talking, like, and it seems like you just like eyeballed a light source and yeah. are just like I wish I could capturing off, it perfectly yeah I wish I could turn off the color on this uh, because Ryan's lines were like super thin like this is all this particular one has like almost no black so it's all color and yeah I had to look at this and make the light source decision on my own He, in other ones he had drawn shadows and, and a little blacks and stuff and there I can just follow his lead but uh, this one yeah I'm just making it up as I go along but it looks but it's amazing that you're just like like you are you're eyeballing it and uh, it it looks it looks incredible. Uh, I mean, I've said that like four times already, but like uh, that's that to me I, is I so you incredibly to, impressive. I paid you to say it ten times. Just remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, all right. So get that in before the end. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Six more. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, well, yeah. When you get like, like you get back to making all your hard, uh, hot hot of cash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Make all them fat stacks of yeah. dollars. Chase yeah. that paper. I, I lay it out on the bed and then roll around on it. But oh, it's yeah. only like two bills, so it's not yeah, as it's fun as you think it might be. So, yeah. Well, thanks so much for talking to us. Cool, guys. Well, I appreciate uh, it. It's always fun. And everyone yeah. remember, if you get a Ryan Stegman sketch, uh, Matt will do it really quick yeah. for, 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 for like half the price. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. I got Sunday prices. As this is not recording live, right? No. no. Yeah. yeah, so that was no point. No. That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here at Heroes Con with Maris Wicks. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hey, uh, you are working on right now what is the most adorable Sandman uh, portrait I've ever seen. Uh, so, when someone brings up a book, like or, or something like that, and they do they always just sort of give you free reign to like do whatever you want, or do you get do you get some people that come up and they're like, I specifically want this, and I want to see this, and it has to be this. <laughs> so sometimes they don't care, and that's fine, and I'll do whatever. I'll ask them, can I make them doing something? Other times, I'll be like, is there anything you want the character doing? And they think, and it's fun to watch them think. And then sometimes they have a very specific thing in mind. Yeah. Uh, it depends on who, who it is. This one, they were just like Sandman and Death. And I was just like, I might make them building a sandcastle. Like, bad puns? Yeah. Um, there are no bad puns. But I bad will, people. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but then a lot of times, I'll just like, I can draw any character that you like within reason. And the only reason why I had to add the within reason part <laughs> Is like okay, so yeah, just like no horrible like sex stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, just covering my butt. I think someone might have asked about that. I'm like, I'm not drawing that for you. Good day, sir. Oh man. <laughs> Joe's got Joe's gotten that once or twice before too, and it's like, oh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> uh, speaking of people making you draw crazy things, you had a great strip in uh, All New X Men number 25, where Brian Bendis gave you the tragic love story of Kitty Pride and Colossus throughout. All the way into the crazy future. Um, if you haven't checked that out, everyone, you definitely should go check it out. It's an amazing story. I mean, that was not your first Marvel work, no. because you also colored Young Avengers, uh, yes. Joe's parts, right? Yes, and, yeah. Min- and Ming Doyle's parts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my first like legit. I drew superheroes for for yeah. one of the big two. Yeah, it's um, so cool. Yeah, so it's I, I keep I like trying to build this like weird side superhero portfolio because I had dr- dr- written a Batman story. 
and then colored Young Avengers, colored an issue of Batman 66, um, and then I was like, when they asked me that, it was crazy. And they asked me that because of the science comics. Oh, wow, yeah. So we met uh, Bendis last year because Joe was selling one of the Carol Danvers uh, Captain America covers to Kelly Sue, and, we're, and they're like, oh, we're hanging out at, at, at Bendis' house, and we're like, okay, we'll come drop off the thing and then leave really quick. And I walked in there, and uh, and the, Joe introduced me, and uh, his daughter had just bought Primates that morning. Whoa. And I was like, oh, could I please draw in it for you? And I signed it to her and everything, and she really, like, she was halfway through it already. She had just bought it. And I was, like, super flattered. So I think, I actually didn't confirm, but I think that that might be how they asked. Um because I didn't actually chat with him directly, just through the script, and then it was the editor I was going through. Yeah, well, but I was flattered, like yeah. bad flattered, because I also requested Kitty Pryde. <laughs> They're like, "Do you like any specific X Men characters?" I'm like, "Kitty Pryde." <laughs> when you got to draw, I mean, the amazing panel of her halfway through the bullet, shrugging her shoulders, like, "Ugh, this." And the script was awesome. So the yeah. script was really funny because I was worried it was not going to like fit, and he definitely picked. He wrote and picked the script, and it was funny because I got the whole script for everybody, and everybody got their own personalized paragraph, and it was, it was really, it was really nice. It was really nice. Are there any, I mean, what, are there any other characters? Like, what is your next, what's your next goal? Okay. (laughs) What's your your pie-in-the-sky dream? I've got a bunch of different things that I would like to do. I would like to do an Ant-Man goes inside the human body, like, inner space. Like, just like a one-shot, but, like, super weird science stuff. Um, Definitely, Joe and I are working on a pitch with characters that we want to work with that I can't talk too much about. Uh, And I can, not, I won't talk into the thing you have pointed at my face, but I'll tell you all about it afterwards. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, um... I don't know. Okay, I really want to do like a pet Avengers and no. or just super pet story. Oh, I don't yeah. care for which one it's for. I just really like the animal-based stuff. Yeah. Um, so it could be like, I mean, Amanda Connor's Streaky and Crypto is so good for Wednesday comics. And um, I really, you know, like Frog Thor is great and Lockjaw and Lockheed. Oh, and, like, I, I don't Lockheed. know. I would get really psyched about doing that because I think it's really cute. And I, I, my dream actually would be if it goes the Marvel way, would have to do something with Rescue, like Pepper Potts Rescue yeah. and have it like benefit the ASPCA and it'd be about rescue pets but yes. like have it still be like pet Avengers and rescue and the rescue pets personal, yeah. personal thing I would love to see you do a Cosmo story the uh, psychic dog from Guardians of the Galaxy uh, oh my god yes that I think you would kill that That'd be really fun. <laughs> so I, I have to confess I'm really excited about the movie but I know nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy with the exception of things that I'd like Wikipedia because yeah, I like, yeah. wanted to know Rocket Raccoon's backstory I'm like oh sweet he's like a legit yeah. raccoon this is great <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I mean, hopefully, I, I just, my goal is to weasel my way into those, because, yeah. like, I just use the science comics as leverage. Actually, I figured out my bio, very concise, concise, it's science comics with a side of superhero, because, like, I like both. Yeah. Mostly science comics, but I like doing the side superhero stuff. That fits on a business card? That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. although I'm never going to change my business card from the horrible, like, Massachusetts oh, driver's license one. It's, <laughs> it's so good. really funny. Horrible really great, yeah. license picture. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for talking to us. I also want to urge everyone to read the... Uh, you wrote a Batgirl story. No, Poison Ivy and... Poison Ivy and Harley. Harley Quinn for, story yeah. for Batman Black and White number yes. one, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Illustrated by the wonderful Joseph Cononis. And yeah. I did a, a spotlight recap panel told by Harley, so it's my weird style and my favorite part was the hyenas because their eyes are going in different directions. Uh, it's, it's really hilarious. I suggest everyone check it out. And oh, you should also you. all check out Primates. Please. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, if you have They're any little ones superhero. in your family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. I love chatting with you as always.